Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Uh, you know, I used to be a, a pretty good, pretty big Alabama fan because my buddy uh, Wayne Mills, he went there and, you know, how I was, you know, played over there and I'd go to Tuscaloosa all the time. I had some awesome times there. You know, so many people. And Alan, the guy I was telling you about, his daughter, Sadie, is 10 years old. She's part of the last Honky Tonk music series as well. Hey, Amazing. Yeah. Y'all, huh. y'all check this out. And, and my, somebody in my life near and dear to me is also named Sadie, so I know two Sadies now. And Sadie, son, okay, so y'all, y'all, some of y'all who, who we've talked about, y'all see me wear that shirt with one of the people that I've adored since I can remember. Um, Lucille's is a guitar. BB King. BB King. I, I love BB King. He drew a blank, man, because I could see his face. He was standing before me, before me, standing before me and a whole bunch of people, but uh, one of my mentors, a great colonel who might be on here tonight, too, who can play the guitar. Oh, my goodness. He's got a collection of guitars. He's like mud metal, man. That guy can play the guitar. You know who you are, sir. I won't say your name publicly. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> i tell you what. He gave me these tickets because he had to be somewhere with, like, some big time generals and stuff, you know, that's how it is when you're important. And uh, he couldn't go to this show and I got to stand in front of B.B. King and B.B. King sang, you are my son. And then through this organization that did help pay for some of my gas money so I could get down the road all last month, not some of it, they paid for all that gas money. And all of the money that I came across away and has gone back into the thing, that'll be next month and part of this month because we Thousand miles, two thousand something. I don't know. We drove a few miles this this couple weeks, me and Kate, and we got more coming. And um, so BB King sings for me. Yeah, I'm talking like it feels like just like that, you know. All the I was in the military, I was strong. It was before I went to Iraq, before I deployed there, before we experienced great loss, before I got hurt, before. You know, I became a wounded warrior before I went through the WTU, before I met Bob Reagan with Operation Song, before I got on all the drugs, and then I got off. Before any of that happened, maybe King stood in front of me and sang, You Are My Sunshine. And then it was as if yesterday occurred, and there was BB King, but then Bam and Sadie standing, I mean, is 10 years old. She's not sitting home playing Nintendo tonight. No. She's playing the guitar. And she's saying You Are My Sunshine as good as B.B. King. It blew me away. I was just like... The first time I heard it, I couldn't believe that the song could be sang like that. I mean, I just... By a 10-year-old or 11-year-old, whatever it is, Sadie McClendon. Yeah. Oh, she's... Hey. Real deal. when, When I experienced some of the most personal loss of my life, What's that dude you did that whole thing for? You helped. I mean, like, you had all, you took all the people on that cool trip and everything. You auctioned off some. What's that oh, name? that uh, Louisiana experience. Oh, uh, Hoist Gracie. Oh, Wait, I mean, uh, Jamie Johnson. Jamie Johnson. You can't cash my checks. So that <laughs> album, when I went through the most personal loss I'd ever had, 
Can't wait to tell him that story. He's military too. Well, no, he um, was in the Marines. It, yep. it, uh, when he went through that, when I went through what I went through, I was in the Atlanta airport, and I, I picked up the CD because Kevin Troyer was four forty four incorporated up in Moon, North Carolina, who supported me as a veteran, and in his wall hangs his guitar I rescued. On the wall of his office, there's a guitar that I rescued from a chapel that we were shutting down in the middle of Iraq when we left. The hundreds of, of veterans, at the time, active duty people that I've met along the way signed this guitar. I don't know how many hundreds of people played it. It hangs on the wall. It's, it's, it's not going to play much more. It's all cracked and everything, but it hangs on the wall in his office. And, uh, you know, when you think of that, he introduced me to Jamie Johnson. You know, like he told me about it. And I listened to that album over and over and over. You know, there's some songs that are really sad. He, and, and I was at, through some rough stuff. Yeah, man. And I was at my lowest. And I'm listening to that guy play that music. And it's it's and there's a there's a full bird colonel on my right, a lieutenant colonel on my left. Cause you don't cry when you're a chaplain, you know. And they gave me the freedom to cry a little bit. And I had to cry for a long time, but kind of loss I went through deserved it and I'm glad I did and uh, boy I wasn't crying because I was going to Iraq and missing my wife I did miss my wife but that's not crying about we made a decision to do this together because that's what you do when you're in a relationship you do things together and Jamie Johnson's music just hit me you know and then as we think about Sadie McClendon at 10 years old man I I watched a video where she played Folsom City Prison Blues. He introduced her. Her his band, Jamie Johnson's band, played behind her. And I'm like, I, I've been beating on that <coughs> guitar for forty years probably or something. And I can't play as good as she can in ten. She she's been playing two years and she got it down pat. She's about to turn eleven. She's almost eleven. But she's unbelievable. You know, and, right. you know the thing I and, like. And she's, she's real mature. We we brought her to uh, Pennsylvania for the last military food show. Her and her dad came. Oh yeah. And, uh, and Mudbone, and they played. I mean, Mudbone was one of the greatest guitar players I've ever played. With. Ever. Uh, one of the guys is retiring next year, and wants Mudbone and Sadie to come play at his retirement party. That's cool, man. Oh hell yeah! That's I told cool. him they can't go unless I'm there. He said. I don't want to come do the benediction. <laughs> Let me do the invocation of benediction. Oh, I yeah. won't drop the invocation. Yeah. I know mean, somebody knows somebody. We can get you in. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. You know, so so I watched this movie called Little Miss Sunshine. Most of you out there watch this movie, Little Miss Sunshine. It's a sad case movie. It's a great movie. But the sad case is there's parents exploiting their little kids. And all these pageants and stuff. And that is not at all the case with no. Sadie McClendon. No. I mean, she's looking at parents because she's kind of dragging them around. <laughs> and, yeah. and I love that about it. Like, I love that. I did not feel at all like they were like, well, my daughter's my only hope. No. You're my only hope, Obi-Wan. No, her like, parents, her parents, they're real people, aren't they? They're awesome. They're both awesome. And, uh, and they're letting her be a child. It's, they're not dragging her around, making and, her dress up. And she's she, learning. They're letting her be a child. You know, all the, the artists in the last Honky Tonk Music Series, they've all taken her in. They all love her, you know, and guiding her and teaching her, you know. And she's a fast learner. I mean, you can, 
<laughs> and when she turns 18, she can get on vet church and do an interview with me. <laughs> oh, we'll get her before that. Is it like you have to be 18 on that? I don't know, man. Every time I come up with a crazy idea. <clears throat> but, uh, like, I don't want to, you know, um, dude, she'd be an interesting person to talk to. Because, cause really, she kind of, like, stood there and saying, it's well, a good idea. We should have her on Oh, she, she'd love it. I mean, she, she's a child, and, I, like, I, I try to protect children because... Well, believe me, she's had up to all us old people. She's had up to midnight, well, playing us music and kind of having conversations with too. us. Like, it's, not, it's not one of them little no. prodigy Photoshop tricks. I sit her with her, you know, and she plays the guitar better than I do. Well, they ain't saying much. She plays guitar better than Bridget London. No. <laughs> I said it because Bridget's in a room. So... I'm gonna interview Bridget one day too. She, she's one of the, um, she's one of the founding members of the uh, consortium family that created the last honky tonk music. She is the backbone. She's she's carrying and a lot. She's carrying a lot of weight right now. But she, but you know I, what I like about Bridget is like she she do that herself. There's other people. That oh yeah yeah. But if there's no Bridget, there is no last honky tonk. Oh. No mud bone. Well, well, you know, it I'm is. It is a, you know, there's a lot of people that really pitch in. No, I know. Of, I know. And it's, it's, great group. I, I've never met one I, I didn't didn't just absolutely. It's crazy, you know? isn't it? Like, what, like when I came down here and did, with that music festival. So y'all out there, you want to go? The next pilgrimage that I'm going to really talk about is a pilgrimage down here to Morgan City, Louisiana, because it's a little crazy down here. Voodoo, voodoo, and all kinds of crap. No. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful place. Smile, Bridget. So, like, <laughs> she gave me a crazy look. Um, it's a beautiful place, and I think, you know, it might be cool. Like, everybody in Vet Church come down to the, uh, when y'all do the next one? Is it April? So next I think so. Next April. The next uh, Morgan City Songwriter, Songwriter Festival. Festival. Be next next year's second third second. annual fourth annual second be the third annual third annual so next year um, that'd be you know we talk about places to go where you know like up there with Becky Welsh and um and I this year I I went to Becky I I went up there to play for Becky Welsh and I came down here and um the next week and that would be a cool thing so you, those of y'all can't get to Texas come on down here to South Louisiana. Below, below and there's no mosquitoes. Not at all. There's no mosquitoes. There's no alligators either. <laughs> I've seen anything that might chop your head off at all, anywhere. People want to experience experience it yeah. down here. They now can help the military. Now, uh, if you go to experience and what it is, it's an online auction that we. We are auctioning off, uh, pretty much we have 20,000 acres of land that we either lease or own. And anything that Louisiana has to offer, from alligator hunt, deer hunts, duck hunts, fishing, freshwater, saltwater, pigs, I mean, you name it. Trip to yeah. Bourbon Street. You know, we have it all. Whatever Louisiana has to offer, we have it. And it's we're auctioning off, it's an online auction, and all the proceeds for that auction goes to the military assistance program. 
And that's part of the, the, the and, 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 and when did that go live? It's live right now. It's live right now. And you know what? I don't think I anybody's been on it yet. Not yet. It just, we just went live. Yesterday. That's okay. what you were doing this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So. I hadn't even looked at it yet. Me neither. So, so listen, y'all. So, what this is, is um, this ain't any money coming to me. That money coming to you? No. Bridget, you going to see it die with that? Mary? No. Kate? No. Nope. That money goes to other veterans military. In, the, in the military for us, for our tribe. Not for me to go to Kilimanjaro and, you know, it's not silly stuff. 100%. It all goes back to help veterans. How does it go back to the veterans? Oh, we write it. Typically, it's in, in lots of $5,000. We like, for, for whatever reason, Don, that 5000 that That's the people that gave me the money. Yeah. So, so they gave some money to me and a guy named Chris. Y'all seen Chris pop up? He's part of that church. And uh, with that, like what Chris and I did, we recognized that the A Hero Foundation right there in our hometown was also part of bringing y'all to us. Tim. Tim. Not Chris. Chris Hampton. Tim Chandler. Tim Chandler. Oh, sorry, Chris. Tim Chandler. Yeah, yeah, I got the two of you mixed up. That's right. So it was Tim, and uh, and I think we both gave back to a hero right away, and then we all, <laughs> me and Tim, you know, Tim, like Tim's been on Bet Church. He delivered and, food uh, to the homeless with the money. He gave, yeah, he's he's giving money back to the homeless. He's, and and this is going on all over America. That dude that came up. We were talking about the dogs earlier. That he's yeah. got his kennel out back. Yeah, he said he left it because he wants to come back. Wait, well, he lives in Michigan. I know. But he, no, that's that's not him. Um, but he's moving to that Bahala Ranch, man, yeah. in Nashville. I think that's going to be a great thing, too. But everybody I've met is, like, giving back. And, and the other thing is, you know, we're not a homeless group. We talk about homeless veterans. We talk about veterans not having. And there's, like, in the state of Florida tonight, where I'm from, and I did a map. I can find have my stats out here. and I was, but If I was good like you are with numbers, I'd know this crap off the top of my head. I'm not that good. I just like numbers. Wait, you just like them. And what they say is, like, there's all these homeless veterans. Yes, it's true. In Florida tonight, there's over a thousand veterans sleeping outside tonight. What we don't ever talk about, though, and what I want to highlight, is in Florida tonight, there's over a hundred thousand veteran owned businesses. Retired Army Chaplain LLC is one of them. Because I'm not a 501c3. You want a 501c3. There's not people yet, working not yet, but well, I'm you're working, working on it. I'm working on But there's people giving back. You want to take that 501c3 money, throw it this way and that way, and gallant few and some others. I'm a business. I want your money. I'm going to spend it how I'd like to. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, but, but the truth of the matter is, this money is going back to veterans who are doing something. You didn't just give it to me because I was going to sit home and smoke that medical marijuana no. in the state of Florida. That, where it's that's legal. A, a vetting process, I think. That's right. It was a whole thing. I remember somebody called me up, asked me about my, wanted to see my DD 214, and I gave it to him. Because he knows I'm helping people, and I didn't know what he was doing. If I had known, I wanted to give it to him, just like a bunch of y'all would be resistant. But the deal is you can help other people out. And that's what this auction is going for. Yeah. So let me explain it a little better. Because I, I like what you said, but I, I like the way I, I heard it the other day when you told me about it. 
what he's going to do is, is, is this man is sitting beside me. So he's telling me off to come down and stay with me and Kate. And, and this man has a real vacation home. It's it's nice. It's on the water. We sat outside and I put a flashlight or something on the water. Under the water. Under the water. Anyway, you've got it all set up out there. Big old gars coming up. <laughs> Monster fish. We're in the bike, man. You could, you could feel... Feel peace, and then there's all kinds of hunt. There's fishing. There's jet skis. There's airboat. You ever been in an airboat? On my lands, you need to come down here. There's you got houseboats. You've got all the normal stuff here. All the toys you, you want to have. need to have fun. The food is incredible. You know, like. I love it. Like, Black Rifle Coffee, they got some great videos out there flying around in helicopters and shooting guns. They ain't riding around in airboat shooting guns, but you can do that right here. In the morning. Some of y'all veterans, and I served with a, many a person from Louisiana, and some of y'all been to Fort Polk repeatedly. And it ain't anything like Fort Polk. It's kind of a nice place. It's cool, actually. I no. sat outside and I didn't even get bit up too much. Because we were on the screen. Oh, that's why. <laughs> Jack Daniels running through my veins. Um, but uh, it's you're selling this incredible opportunity. Oh, you know, does the person got to be a multimillionaire to no, come down no, here? No, no, actually, you know, it, you know, we could take three or four. So three or four can pitch in. Uh, the last one went for, well, we had two of them for the military assistance program. They one went for six thousand, one went for sixty five hundred. Uh, and then we did one at one of the Jamie Johnson benefits, and I think it went, you know, somewhere in the upper nines. Hey, did Jamie Johnson sit on this couch? No. Oh, okay. no. He will, though. His buddy's, his buddy's got to sit here, though. Really? Well, the guys that bought the, the hunt. You know, after I sat down on this couch earlier today, I thought I played the guitar so much better. Well, and my good. voice sounded right. It has a lot of experience. I was in the same place from Jimmy John, Jamie well, Johnson. Jamie Johnson. Do what? Yeah. He him, will he, make a trip. With uh, he Gracie. wants to come and meet uh, Hoist Gracie, so he, he wants to come down. Hoist, and Hoist comes down. So. Okay. I don't know who Hoist is. He was a you know that UFC, UFC fighter. fighter. You know the jujitsu. Um, if you were with me. And we fought together on the mat, and I whooped your ass. It's because I learned from the Gracies. I, actually, my drill sergeant was one of um, the army sent a bunch of Rangers down to train for the Gracies, and they trained us. They trained them drill sergeants. I'm they came back, and my drill sergeant was one of them that got trained. And so when I was holding you down, they made me stop because I was a chaplain. You can't, you cannot be a combative. They said. I like that stuff. You know, it's it's uh, that that kind of jujitsu. You can close your eyes and you can feel. It's like playing chess, and I liked it, man. I, I was into it. <laughs> I used to be bigger, faster, stronger. Now I'm just bigger, slower. Yeah, I used but to be too. <laughs> and I'm not quite strong. Although I tell you what, I've decided I'm going to start protecting my six pack. I'm I'm, I'm curating some. Protection right here. You got you got you a nice little uh, castle right there. That's right, man. Castle on the hill. So, but the Gracies, the Gracies, um, yes. are coming here. One of them. Well, they they've been here last. Well, Hoist has, uh, and we went and watched his son fight in Memphis last year. Uh, 
Was yeah. he here to take out one of your neighbors? <laughs> no, but, you know, believe it or not, he comes. He, and, and people want to get choked out. They want to. Oh, yeah, I would love it. If he came in here right now, I'd let him choke me out right now. He would, too. I'm doing a vet church, baby! Uh, he'd do it in a heartbeat. This, I, I've been choked out. Well, any of us do that. We get choked. You got to be choked you out. You wouldn't even know. Well, I, I don't want to do get choked out. Oh, you know, it doesn't sound like fun. You haven't been choked out? Uh, don't plan on it, ever. If every school in the FCC picks up that sauce in the next year, can we get you to be choked out? <laughs> can, can I fight back? <laughs> At least then I can say I'll put up a fight. Well, we can bring in some. And I'm pretty sure Hoist will win. Colonel White, can you come down here? Oh, boys. Colonel White's one of the big town fighters. He did a whole bunch of I guess when he was working for General one time, they said, listen, you either got to focus on the Army or just focus on the fighting, one of the two. He focused on the army, but yeah, I, I that understand. would be incredible, man, to uh, to meet that guy. Like that family, that stuff's a system. Yeah. And so, what you're doing is you're you're like this is you know those of us that are military, we lose. This will be his what fourth year coming down. Yeah, we we lose we lose as a as a tribe. We lose the idea that places are sacred and special. But we always grab onto the idea. That's why we all got tattoos. And a bunch of us are really tatted up, you know, and because our stories are sacred. And the thing I've liked about being here with you at your place is there's a lot of stories. And you, you celebrate the sacredness of that in such a manner that, like, so if somebody comes down here, they're part of all this. And in the way you walk in, like, it's got to be. You're kind of like me. You're a strange guy. You love people. <laughs> and, and and I love it that you're raising money. Like, Because basically what you're doing, you're saying, hey, listen, this is a life I grew up in. I'm, I made a little bit of money out there in the oil field, and I've come back, and I've got some toys, and now I want to share it with y'all. But I can't just share it with everybody, and y'all know that. It's like my brother would tell you, man, gasoline, just to drive around the bay when he take people fishing costs you some money. And you're willing to share everything you got. And, and then, and then, in your way, basically, what you're saying is like, I'll pay for all that gas. Oh, yeah. I'll pay for the bullets. I'll pay, I'll pay they for the bullets. They're going to get fed. You know, matter of fact, what I like to do is, is catch or kill whatever we eat. You know, live off the land. Right there. So, whatever, oh, you, you know, whether we go, you know, the guys that came uh, last month, we, you know, we, we, we caught crawfish, bowl of crawfish. We caught redfish. Have you met the guys from Black Rifle Coffee? No. Maybe they might Don't you all Americans think that Black Raffle Coffee and that sauce could do something together? Well, I'd That's love, too I'd love to take them hunting. They Maybe they might be. Or fishing. Or bird watching. Whatever you know what? I'll tell you what. Next time I'm in Salt Lake City, I'm going to stop down there. I've played in their studio at their place. I'll sit there and talk with their creative director. He probably gave me his phone number and I probably lost it because I really wasn't as focused as I should have been. This is back before Bet Church started, before Justin Touche showed up. Kenny and Swift kicking the ass and said, Chaplin, come on, you got to keep doing this. And I, I probably should have kept that because cause they might really like it down here, man. That's a whole It's story. hard not to. It's for, I'll tell you what, I like it down here. And you really hadn't got to spend much time down here. I, I really hadn't got you in a boat yet. I know, I'm a busy man. <laughs> it's a sad thing. But I've got people, we're dying at 22 a day, you know, so you, you cut me a little slack. Right, if you you, you doing good work, so I'm gonna let you slack. Thank you. Thank you. But so, even I grew you, up on the water. Hey, even so Jesus says take rest on Sunday. So 
Why can't? Why not take a week off at I'm, least once? I'm working all these. Hey, as soon as we move out of our house, I get this trip up north. I'm going to the Midwest. We've got to get up there through the Midwest this summer. Looks like we might even run up to Canada at one point. It's got some veterans up there. I don't know why they want to live up there. It's cold, man. Yeah. But they're up there. And uh, and then we're coming back down into Texas. And at that point, maybe we'll come back down here. Well, if you're in Texas, you're right next door. Oh, no, right? Well, I'll be, I'll be up in North Texas with Gallup for you doing some stuff. And maybe you'll be there. And we're going to talk about uh, doing, with the last Honky Talk series, doing one of the, uh, the shows. The, Concerts uh, of Light. Concerts of Light with Gallant Few. And, and Carl, I know if you're watching this before, I get to call you sorry. But I've already talked about it on this scene because I love Gallant Few so much. You know what, how I am. The Concert of Light we did this, this year in Hopewell, Virginia, we raised $30,000. And, and you're not just like, it's not like, okay, we're just taking your money and redistributing it to somebody who doesn't care. You're vetting people. You're talking about it. This is not like, oh, we need this guy's got his program. hand out. It's, it's a, a program. It's a great program. And there's people behind this. Yeah. And it did just start yesterday. It's everyone in the food and, you know, not everyone, but. Well, it goes, back, all, it goes back to Dwight D. Eisenhower, I think. If, if the history of this thing was started by a military man. Yeah, I didn't know. I need to go check that out. Yeah, go check that out. You know me. I've got. I got. I got people. I can barely remember. As silly as I get, there's people out here to count on me, like be rugged, because you know the the thing for vet church is question everything, think, have fun, and take care of one another. And I would be wrong to sit here with you if I didn't believe in what I'm talking about. If I didn't, if I didn't like that sauce, no way in hell I'd be sitting here. Um, well, you know, and I would not no, no, not that part, but I would have guided us so we didn't ever talk about with your food stuff. I'd have been like, well, we can't talk about that. But, but I do like it. And, and I, I love your heart. I love the fact, and, and you're the first, obviously now, if I think about it, you're the first male, um, non-veteran, you know, Sam, little the other day, she's the first female. She's developed this whole thing, Bug Out Camo. You've developed that sauce. You're both the children of veterans. You're both the grandchildren of veterans. Um, well, I think she's a grandchild. I think her dad was in the military. He did some cool stuff, too. And uh, it's, it's pretty impressive to me because, you know, I wanted to celebrate America. And we tell stories about what you've done for veterans. And the story you haven't talked about much at all yet is that like guys like Travis and me you open up your house and you say come stay with me and that's and that's where this stuff's going at we can be some crazy people why do you open up your house maybe I'm a little crazy <laughs> I'm sitting here without getting a head in my lap you're not crazy at all, Scott. <laughs> no, but but um, crazy likes crazy. Well, but but like it's 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 vulnerability. You know, I mean, like we're we're a pretty tough crowd. We got some problems. We all do. We all do. And, and you know, but my problems were problems that I created. It wasn't problems that you know. My problems didn't come because I was helping you or helping these people. Y'all problems came for protect, you know, 
because y'all were protecting us and doing that's a job. Right. Those problems, you know, that is, that's the difference. You know, everybody has problems, but my problems are problems that I, you know, that I create, that, that came from... We, we did some of the same. You know, I get it, that what you're saying. But your problems aren't, aren't problems that, you know, like PTSD, I said, sure, I didn't create that. Yeah. I didn't create the moral injury that I went through. I, it's yeah. not a made-up thing. Some of the folks out so, there, they've, they've struggled. You know, I appreciate, you know, what, what y'all have done. Yeah. Because, you know, like I said, if I could have, I would have been there too. Uh, well, actually, I tried to join the Air Force because the, uh, the boot camp was the shortest. I just, like I said, well, I'm going to spend 18 days offshore. I couldn't handle it. And so six weeks, I mean, I didn't think I could handle that either. You know? So I used to think, I grew up on Angle Air Force Base. I used to think that our, the Air Force was the best, right? And so my drummer, y- y'all, many of y'all met Dan. Um, my drummer is in the Air Force, right? And he gets told to go because he's... And my, he told me one time, he said, I've driven everything in the Air Force that didn't fly. So he he's, he was that guy that does all the ground stuff. Well, when the Army needed some help in Iraq and Afghanistan, Dan got told to go run. And Dan, I know we're doing a vet church interview and we're talking about it more, so don't get angry with me. Um, but you are my drummer, so you just stuck with me talking about stuff. See, he's driving this convoy for the Army, helping carry food and mail and that kind of stuff from point A to point B in a bomb. I think he said it. The way they say that, if it was a 20-pound bomb, it'd freak me out. But it's hundreds of pounds, maybe thousands of pound bombs, goes off underneath him like he's driving underneath his seat. Boom! People die. It's a horrible thing. Like his whole life changes right there. And this is my drummer, man. Like I like y'all heard him, you know, it's like he's the best part of coming to Washington band. And Dan's good, he's a great drummer. But here I was always thinking the Air Force had it easy. Hell no. Don't sound like it. <laughs> Not at all, man. They didn't like, have to uh, go do through as much boot camp you know, as everybody else. I tr- well, they might have missed the boot camp, but they, it wasn't. I tried to talk Dan one time. I was like, man, on the drum head, you should put one in Purple Hearts. And he put Matt Wood, retired Army chaplain, Matt Wood, no, something. Matt, yeah, retired Army chaplain, Matt Williams, and the GIs on the drum head. And um, because he believes that we should be having well, and that's what this whole thing that you're bringing us to. You're you're giving an American an opportunity to come down here, south of Orleans, Orleans. How about that, Scott Castleman? You like that? So. Uh, and it's for a good cause. Like I say, you. you, you oh, it is. It. It's giving right. You're just giving. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and you're gonna have fun. I the mean, sad thing is, I feel bad for you, man. You're gonna have crazy people up here in your house. <laughs> well, we've been we've been for. I know. I'm sitting here. I'm one of them sitting under well, your couch. Everybody that we've had has been great. We've taken out and super appreciative. They, uh, you know, the last group that came in, they, uh, <clears throat> I got a call and they said, uh, well, on a scale from one to ten, uh, it was a twenty. And then, you know, the brother, you know, that's the guy that actually bought it, and then he bought it for his brother as a birthday present. And his brother, you know, said it was a trip of a lifetime. 
And you know what I had them do? I, you know, we were riding around, we shot on the day. Be careful, same thing we alive. No, I'm We caught crawfish, <laughs> we caught redfish. We, I mean, it was. You took them out there in the swamp. <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, how many, yeah. how many, those, those are cypress trees, right? Yeah. I went and saw the redwood trees. Yeah, cool. And uh, and I added a new line, you know, the new line on the end. Of the, I miss you because I come out here earlier this year. From cypress swamps to mountaintops, from sea to shining sea. And uh, part of that song, I miss you now. It's, it's always there. And part of it was because it's right here, man. Like these cypress trees, these stumps, they're beautiful. Oh yeah. I take it, you know, a lot of people from here take it for, you know, granted. I grew up here. We swam. You know, oh, we, we had tree houses back in the swamp. It's like me and Kate <laughs> on, in Destin, man. Like, you know, you, yeah. you've been down there. I, I wish it would be like three times a year. Because it's, who cares? Because you miss it. Sometimes when you're around this kind of beauty, you miss it. And I like, because you were telling me, like, one of the things that this helped, I think the other day we were talking, you said, uh, one of the things doing this, bringing people here does for you, is it helps you see the beauty. Yeah, yeah, just through them. You know, I was, I was the last group that came. You know, it was a birthday present. He brought his his brother, his daddy, and his son. And uh, he paid a lot of money, so I wanted to make sure he had a great time. And I was I was worried. You know, I was worried. You know, because you know, I, I just I wanted to make sure they had a great great time. And uh, and after the second day, I'm looking at them, and I, I'm the jealous one because. You know, looking at, 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 at this guy, his dad, his son, his brother, and I'm thinking what I would give to be him, to be with my dad, my brother, my son, on a weekend trip like this. I would give up everything. I'd be homeless. I'd give it all to have that one week. You know, and, and uh, I, I you know, wouldn't think twice about it. I would be homeless, and I'd even give up my car. I'd be butt naked. I wouldn't have a damn thing. And, and it's not the truth. To have it's the, the well, being with you. You know, as being with you know, my father was passed away. My brother, my son. You know, it's the people I love. I made Sunday. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's an excellent guy. I, I like, and I love it that you understand family. Me being a family systems theorist person, and and some people on that church. Probably sick of me talking about how important a family is sometimes because I love talking about that. I've done didactic some lectures. I've sat with folks. I've done counseling back when I could handle. I had the capacity for it. I don't have the capacity to do it for me now. Um, but I love it that you love the family, man. Well, you don't have family. You got a rough, rough road ahead of you for sure. What a better place to bring them right here. No, it's true. There's a bunch of folks without family. And, and I'll tell y'all what. There, and I'm going to hit that real quick. You know, this is an important thing. There are some community-based projects like A. Hero down here in Pensacola, where I live. And I don't know what's in your area. Some of y'all I do, some of y'all I don't. So depending on where it is, it's your responsibility to get off your butt and go find it. Now, there's, there's folks like, I, I can almost tell you, just about every singer songwriter in the last Honky Tonk music series. I haven't talked to all of them. That's why I can't tell you emphatically every one of them. But I know they wouldn't be part of this if this wasn't the case. But I just haven't met them all personally. But everyone I've met, they'll take, and there's a bunch of veterans in here, they'll help you find help 
in a community base where you're at. The people at that saw some help you. The people at Operation Song, you guys know Bob Reagan and what he's done all over the country. They'll help you. There's people that'll help you find community in this family. If you don't have family, because part of my tribe, man, they, when I say all they got are tattoos and each other, that's all they're awesome. What's God? And, but finding one another and getting reconnected sometimes means you got to go to so many, these programs aren't, they're based on this idea of family. We uh, we went fishing with some. Uh, we had a bunch of veteran, bunch of wounded warriors fishing trip, and uh, my uncle called me up and wanted to know if I, you know, they need some boats, someone to take them, you know, take some of the guys. And I said, sure, I'll go. This was a couple of weeks ago, and we we went, and it was, uh, it was you know, it's like a whole new family. You know, it's like they were all great. We had a great time. We didn't catch a lot of fish, but. I was fishing somewhere I've never been, so I mean I'm, you know. My brother tells, had a great my time. brother tells me that happens every once in a while. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't normally happen, joking. but that particular day, <laughs> it was all brand new territory, and we we, we caught a few fish, but uh, we had a great time, and, and the guys had a great time, and, and uh, you know it feels good. You know, I feel good when I do stuff like that, and when I can make a difference, it makes me feel. good. I'm always happy to make a difference. You were making a difference. When I when I ate that sauce, I got it because I played that Pensacola Beach Sunrise Festival the first time, first introduction to it. And I liked it. And it, re it really reminded me, I don't know why, because I didn't have any downrange, but it reminded me of being downrange and wishing that I had something that I could like throw in a duffel bag that wouldn't have spoiled. And I could eat down there. I had a little refrigerator in my office. I could have stuck it in there after it's opened up. I mean, it was 140 degrees. <laughs> but it was hot. Y'all know y'all got off the plane that summer in July, man. It was hot. And, um, but I remember thinking about that. Like, cause I saw guys eating certain things, having this kind of coffee, and this kind of candy. And, you know, oh, I bought certain tea every day. And, um, and there, there were guys doing that, and, and it, Having something that like reminded you of home was important. Yeah. And then I tasted this stuff and I thought to myself, heck, I'm gonna tell everybody about it. And then I, I came down here to play with y'all in Morgan City. And I felt so cool. I'm like, I came home. I was like, look at this man. I got myself a bunch more, but I had like five bottles, man. And uh, Monique, I mean, I, when she was out there, we played that gig with Spain. It's Fins. That was the name of that place. It was Fins. And. Uh, I had a bottle there. She's like, is that stuff really good? I was like, I was like, listen, buddy, I like it. But don't take my word for it. You know what I say. Question everything. Try it out for yourself. So I went in the truck. I got a bottle. Scored some on her fries. Maybe I, I was probably more polite with her. But she tasted it. And she said, holy cow, this is really good. <laughs> and, you know, she probably said something. I've already used up my limits for battling, so I'm sure they're probably getting tired of listening to this bad boy. You know, I can talk about that sauce for a long time. But no, but we just took the steaks off the grill. I know. And we've been yapping, and they so ain't got cold. I want to thank you for coming on Baby Church. And I ain't come on to talk about that sauce. Um, I like the stuff, I just like the way it tastes. And I like the fact that you've 
supported the last Honk Talk music series, and I like the fact that the last Honk Talk music series recognizes that Vet Church is important, y'all stories are important, and lets me, and they're gonna let me be the, the chaplain, I'm the official chaplain of one now, and, and it's really cool because, because, you know, we're doing something good here, man, and, and, and a lot of it started with that sauce and, and your relationship over that direction, I'm not making any money on this, y'all know that, now maybe one day I can talk you about a couple dollars, uh, <laughs> <Millions>. <laughs> let's go to millions. Anyway, y'all, thank you for joining us. Scott. Thank you. Thank you for coming on Vet Church. I mean, I know I'm just rambling along. I'm at your house. I'm eating your food. Well, you ain't ate it yet. Well, let's go get it. Y'all, continue to question everything. Think about it. Think, think, think. Your brains are good. You're, you're, you've got beautiful minds. Have fun. It's important to have fun. I hope you saw me having fun tonight. Even when I made a mistake, you know, I said I should have said I asked for forgiveness. Sometimes you got to do that because we're human. And it's not wrong. I mean, I love my wife. I don't want to say stupid stuff. I do apologize. I don't apologize. I accept the fact that I did something wrong. And, um, you just brought it up again. You, you She forgot all about it. Now you just brought it back up. And but, but, but it's a no she We've been married 20 years, a couple of days. <laughs> and take care of one another. And take care. Yes, y'all catch me getting pulled off the air. I love y'all. Y'all take care of one another. Thank you for joining us for part two of this Vet Church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.